0: When the night Jesus was arrested, he taught his disciples about the relationship that they would have with him. Those who abide in his word and love would bear fruit, for apart from him they could do nothing. The Holy Gospel, according to Saint John in the fifteenth chapter. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that does If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch, and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. This is the gospel of the Lord. Several years ago, y'all had a pretty good ice storm here, right? Okay, but everybody remembers that. You know, you remember the big uh, the big events like that, weather events, uh, big ice storm. Well, you know what happened. Lots of trees came down, branches came down, power was out. There's all kinds of stuff going on. and And those of you, if you have a lot of trees around where you live, you had yards full of branches. Well, what's going to happen to those branches? Yeah, they're going to die, right? And in some case, if it was enough of a tree that came off the tree's going to die, but mostly those branches are you got to clean them up and you got to get rid of it. So there's, you know, people all over town out with chainsaws and whatever else getting all that stuff cleaned up. And so if you had a yard full of that, there was a big job that had to be done, okay? If you have a fireplace, you had firewood to last for quite a while. Because after all, when branches die, what do you do with them? Jesus said you throw them in the fire and you burn them up. And you get rid of them. That's kind of what Jesus was talking about in the gospel lesson that we read when he said, I'm the vine and you are the branches. Using that same kind of imagery about our relationship with him. And so he said in verse 5, he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Well, that's the ideal, isn't it? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Isn't that what God wants from us? When a relationship between us and Jesus is established, that's what he's looking for, that, that we get connected to him. Because when we're connected to him, That means we can bear fruit, the kind of fruit that God wants from us, that there will be some results and something that people can see. But we have to stay connected to him because that's the only only way it happens. He says, if you remain in me, or in another translation, if you abide in me, then that's going to happen. But he also says the other side of that is true too. He says, and I will abide in you so I need to be in you, too, in order to make that happen. And that's the kind of relationship that he wants to have with us, just like I was talking with the children up here, that we stay connected to Christ. So we are, we remain with him, and then he comes and he abides or remains or lives inside of us. And then when he does that, then we bear fruit. There's results in 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 that kind of a relationship, and people can see that. So it's important to stay connected. And that means Jesus really should be the focal point of our lives, so that even though we've got jobs and even though we've got responsibilities and family things, Jesus needs to be at the center of everything. But let's, let's be honest. It doesn't always happen, does it? It's not always that way because our lives get cluttered up with all kinds of things and they get filled up with this and that and we got to do that and I got to be concerned about this relationship or that relationship or that person that's sick or I'm that's sick. And we got all these things that come in as distractions and Satan will try to use every single one of them to, to change our focus and to get it off what's really important. And so somehow Christ in our lives Gets pushed off, you know, further and further off the side. The more stuff gets on our plate, the less room there is for Christ. And he gets shoved into a corner of our lives. And sometimes that corner is no bigger than coming to church on Sunday morning. And that's it. But that's not what he wanted. Although that's the reality for a lot of us. Listen to what he said in verse uh, 6. He said, well, he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that's thrown away and withers. And those branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If we're not, if we don't remain in him, if we don't keep him as the focus, and he gets shoved into a corner of our lives, then we really can't bear the kind of fruit that he wants. And what happens to a branch that's not bearing fruit on a tree? You prune it, right? You cut it off because it doesn't do anything. And even one that's bearing fruit, if it's bearing a little bit, you, you can prune it and it'll do better. I was talking with somebody today about those beautiful flowers on that table sitting out there, that arrangement out there. You know, I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I can't do that. I kill things. And I've got in the front of my house some daylilies. But you know, they're perennial, so they come up every year. But I haven't gone out and dug them up and split them. And you know what happens when you don't separate them and split them and cut them down? They don't bloom very much anymore. You know, you need to cut part of it away and separate it or whatever it is that you do. And I haven't quite figured out how to do it, so I haven't done it. So, you know, every year I get less and less daylilies and more and more green. Sometimes even the stuff that is producing needs to be pruned and refined. And that's what Jesus says. If that doesn't happen, if you're not a part of me and you're not allowing that to happen, then you're not going to bear much fruit. But Jesus isn't leaving us stuck out there, though. He said this when he talks about the pruning, and and just a, a note here, the Greek word... For pruning also means to clean. So when you prune a tree, what are you doing? You're cleaning it out, right? You're cleaning out the dead wood and the stuff that's not working. So that's why Jesus said, said talks about pruning. And then he says, you are already clean, is the word he used, because of the word that I have spoken to you. You remember how John began his gospel In chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then down in verse 14, he says, and the Word became flesh. So it's clear that John sees that Jesus is the Word. And it was a Word that created this entire universe. And Jesus said, you are already clean because of the Word that I have spoken to you. Jesus came as the Word, and he spoke it to us verbally and he spoke it to us by his life and he became part of us so that power, the power of that word is in us and Jesus said that's made you clean, you're already clean so remain in me as I remain in you, so he encourages us to remain with him but he says as I remain with you, that's a promise that's Jesus saying that's happening because I'm sticking with you I'm there with you. I'm in your heart. My power is in you. My love is in you. So you need to stay connected with me. We don't need to shove him off in a corner and forget about him and and get to him once a week. He says, you need to remain in me. I want to kind of use this plant here as a visual uh, for for what Jesus is talking about. If you look at that plant and I were to use... uh, use the word glorious to describe that plant. What, what is it that makes that plant glorious? What's the glory in that plant? The what? The flowers. That's what attracts the attention. You, you look at the flowers, and, and immediately you're drawn to it. You wouldn't have been drawn to it if it was just a green plant up there, not nearly as much as when it's got the flowers on it. Okay. Where's the life in that plant? Where? In the roots. Yeah, and in the roots. And this one has a really healthy, sturdy uh, stalk in there. Well, that's the stick. Anyway, <laughs> that's holding it up. But, but it's got the root system and it's got the, the mass, you know, where the life is in it, okay? So what's the purpose of the branches on here? As what? Yeah, it's a feeder and a support for the fruit or the flowers in this case. So it's the transport system or the conduit to get the life of that plant out to the fruit. And it's the fruit that attracts the attention and what... What, uh, what people see. That's what they see. But when they see the flowers, which are the glory of this plant, when they see that, they know that there's life. It has to be there, right? You know, because it got after the flowers. But that's what the branches do. So Jesus said, no branch can bear fruit by itself. Okay? So you take the branch like that one, and you break it off, it can't bear any fruit. So these branches would not be able to have these flowers uh, by themselves. And so Jesus said it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now we can do, people can do all kinds of wonderful good things and you know and taking care of other people but it's not God's fruit if it doesn't come from the life of Christ that's inside of us that's what makes it the kind of fruit God is looking for but it has to come from inside Jesus says you can't do that unless you remain in me and so then he says this and remember the glory of this plant is the flowers And so then Jesus said the very last verse of that lesson, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. The fruit that we bear, which is this, we are the branch and we bear that fruit. So the fruit we bear brings glory to the Father. Just like this fruit shows that there's life. It's the glory of this plant, but the life of the plant is in its roots. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit and showing that you're my disciples. The fruit that we bear shows that we are disciples of Christ and that we have Christ in our hearts. Our job as branches bearing fruit is to represent Christ. So people should be able to look at us and see Christ. They should see it in our face, they should see it in our actions, they should hear it in our words. Everything about our lives should be a presentation of Christ to the people around us. Whether we're working or whether we're doing a family gathering or whether we're volunteering somewhere or whatever we're doing, we should represent Christ. And it doesn't make any difference uh, what kind of clothes we wear, what kind of car we drive, what kind of house we live in how big our portfolio is, none of that makes any difference when it comes to bearing fruit. It's about what people see when they look at us. Do they see Christ when they look at us? That's our job. And that's not just true for us as individuals. It's true for Emmanuel as a congregation. What will people see when they look at Emmanuel? Emmanuel's job is to represent Christ. It doesn't make any difference if we have a nice worship area, which we do. It doesn't make any difference what kind of fixings and trappings we have, although we have very nice things which can help us to focus on our worship and, and help create an atmosphere where we can feel the presence of God and get close. That's a good thing, but that's not ultimately what makes a difference. It doesn't make any difference that we have a nice fellowship space out here, that we have a kitchen to operate out of, that we have classrooms, that we have a room upstairs, a real nice you know, coming along youth room upstairs. That's all great stuff, but that's not what makes the difference. What makes the difference is do we represent Christ to the community? It doesn't make any difference how well organized we are, what kind of standards and procedures and, and all that kind of stuff that we have. Those are good for a congregation to function they don't make a difference when it gets right down to it. What makes a difference is do we represent Christ? Can the people that are outside these doors and in the community, what will they think of or see when they see Emmanuel or when they look at us? What are they going to know about us? Are they going to see Christ? Are they going to know that we love the people in this community, that we care about them, and that, you know, that we're here to be a witness to Christ to them. That's what counts. That's the fruit. You and I and Emmanuel, we're nothing more than branches. We're nothing more than conduits to get the love and power of Christ out there. And the way we do it is to bear fruit so that people look at us, we look at this and we see the flowers and people look at us and look at Emmanuel and they see Christ. And that brings glory father and then we are accomplishing our purpose as branches